We want to welcome Jim Cole to our radio broadcast this morning. Jim is actually the head of our men's division, and we are just so glad to have you on us with uh, this morning. I'm excited to be here. Jim, we were just talking that it's been nine years. Um, so what, uh, gosh, has it gone fast for you? It has flown by, but I've loved every minute of it. Yeah, I've been at Haven of Rest for 15 full-time, but nine as the director of men's division. And uh, it's I've the Lord has grown me. And I've been excited to see all the different ways that the men's division has uh, just, God's used the the men on the front lines to minister to all the people God brings through our doors. Well, you know, Jim, we're going to talk a little bit about the holidays here uh, for you and the resident men and how it's, how that is for, for our guests that stay here. But as you mentioned, the word growth, uh, one of your programs has grown significantly over the last several years. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Well, our resident program, when I first started at Haven of Rest, we were somewhere in the neighborhood between 18 men to 23 men that we could take on the program. And the need, really from people coming through the door saying, I, I want help, has has pressed us to, to say, let's see what we can do to bring in more men. And so over the course of time, we grew from 18 to 23, and then we went up to somewhere in the neighborhood of 25, 26, and then we, we said, you know what? Um, there was kind of a wave with, with the opiate crisis that came in, and there was a push, and we said we need to do more, and we, we went to about 29. We, we converted a space that was a, a laundry room, and we, we, we made it into so we could put some more guys in there, and, and uh, by the grace of God, as we move forward with our uh, expansion, we'll be able to move that number up to 36. Well, uh, we're heading rapidly into the Christmas uh, season, so... Um why don't you kind of ref- take us into the season from your perspective, and what's the men's division going to be do going to be doing to celebrate and um, uh, I guess uh, commemorate this the season with the with the men. So, one of the things that we've made a practice of that was both Jeff and Kurt when you were directors of the men's division that we have carried on is being intentional during the holidays that we gather together with the men. And I, I don't see any reason to try to change or, or do something different than that. I think that that has, uh, was the right idea then, it's the right idea now. What you're saying is the white elephant game is uh, safe. <laughs> yeah, it is, we're, we're, not, we're not getting rid of it. Um, but between, we really do two major things with the residents, and there's some additional things that happen, but we really have two big events, we have all the male staff uh, get together with the residents for a big dinner. And that's not just men's division. That's the rest of Haven of Rest for a big dinner at Spaghetti Warehouse. And uh, that just had happened this past Thursday or this coming Thursday. And uh, and so that that's a big event for us to be able to get out of the mission, rub shoulders side to side with the men, uh, and just, just be together, uh, have a good meal. And that's something a lot of guys probably haven't gone out and done and just experienced in a while. So that, that it starts our holiday season. And the second big event is we actually have a Christmas party for the guys. And, uh, and we'll probably go into greater detail as we talk about that party. But that's really our chance to go beyond uh, what may be just getting together and really make it a family atmosphere for the men while they're here at Haven of Rest. Well, Kurt, we know uh, it's tough during the holidays for a lot of our guests that stay here. It's it's tough for the guys that are on the long-term program. 
So in saying that, Jim, let's talk a little bit about, you had mentioned something a, a little bit before the program. Uh, you used the word friend. Um, and why don't you talk a little bit about what you meant by that? Yeah, so we, we live in an era, and I think we can all relate to this, that for all our technology and all our ways to connect, we're increasingly isolated. And and that's before you bring in addiction and and poverty and homelessness and those things. We just live in a culture where we don't have a lot of face-to-face interactions, uh, maybe that we would have just a generation ago. And so you compound that isolation that many of us feel. We could have a thousand friends on Facebook, but very few that we would see and talk to face-to-face. Add to it that sometimes the behaviors and the, the things that happen around addiction can further isolate a person. And when it comes to having a friend, for many of our men, it might have been years since they can remember having someone that they would call friend who wanted to just just be with them, just hang out. There's no angle. They're not trying to get something out of them. They're mm-hmm. not trying to uh, get something, you know, play some kind of side where, well, if you do this for me, then I'll do that for you, which is very common in, in, in drug cultures. And, and really in general, a lot of times, unfortunately, people use other people. And so our guys, they come to see on our program in a very different way. They, they begin to see us as friends because it's, there's so few people in their life that aren't trying to get something out of them. Mm-hmm. And, and so these get-togethers, these gatherings really allow us to build on that. Um, to have those moments with the men where we just want them to know we love them. We want them to know that God loves them. And it can really bring home what Christmas is all about is how God sent his son for us. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he did it, and we couldn't give him anything, right? He did it, that was the, that was the state we were in. And so that, that's really something that we look forward to as a staff all year round, but we really get to drive that point home during Christmas. So do you think prior to some of these uh, social uh, activities and uh, disciples, discipling activities that is there some apprehension from some of the guys before it happens uh, based on, on that? Like, uh, oh, this is going to be another one of those or, um, you know, you talk about the using uh, factor or why should I even bother show up because, you know, it's, uh, it's never was fun before. I mean, there's a lot for them to overcome, isn't there? Exactly. There are many men who grudgingly come to the party. They're not excited about it. They're, it's just not something they even have any desire to be a part of, and they wear it on their face when they come in. And, you know, that's okay. That's where they're at. Yeah. Uh, and that, as you said, that could grow from years and years of Christmas being a holiday they just wanted to avoid. Bad mm-hmm. memories, um, regrets, you know, separation from family or children. And so as we, as we present a party, uh, we really try hard to balance. We keep Christ at the center. And as we move through the evening, we have many opportunities for the guys to kind of unwind, open up. And then as we get towards the end of the evening, then we really have some fun. And usually by the end of the night, even the hardest of men is really having a good time and is telling us thank you for doing this for us and how much it means to them just to have somebody think of them and care for them and want to be with them and give them uh, something special. Well, you know, that's just as you were talking earlier, you know, we talk about building a friendship. 
really that's a continuation of that at the Christmas party. As you, you were mentioning, Jim, maybe maybe some of the guys do have bad memories. Maybe there were angles uh, through those times. And here we are, a group of men, uh, not only singing Christmas carols and them sharing testimonies, but just being friends with them mm-hmm. on that on that day. And not just that day. That happens every single day. But as you said, we really want to make that day special. So talk a little bit about that evening and what makes it so special. Sure. And just to piggyback one last time on the, the point of friends, you know, I think men would realize maybe in a way different than women, we probably have a harder time making deep friendships. Right. It's just kind of... Mm-hmm. we. For whatever reason, it, it's just we're not maybe as emotive too, or too much to do. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, and a lot Fixing going it. on, yeah. right? And uh, and so when we do have close friends, we cherish them, we hold them close. And and our guys, that's that's been rare and ever. And so that's why I think so many guys, once they're on the program, they really do connect with us because this is one of the first times they've probably really felt loved mm-hmm. uh, in a long time. So as we come to the party, uh, we really have an emphasis on. Uh, beginning the night with Christ love. So we're going to talk, we're going to sing um, Christmas carols. We're going we're gonna to have a devotion about, um, about Christmas and Christ coming. Uh, we're going to enjoy a meal together across the table. And those are just those times that we're just spending with the men, pouring into the men. And then the party begins to, uh, usually once the meal hits, the party begin to kind to take a turn because we're sitting across the table, we're talking, we're laughing, we're enjoying a lot of great food and great desserts. Um, L.J. Dalton always has been so gracious and provided just amazing desserts for the men. And, and, then, and then we move more towards, we kind of spread the tables out, and, uh, and we have a time where the men can share testimonies. Uh, that's usually a very powerful part of the evening. Uh, for a lot of guys, this is where we're hearing their heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're sharing what, what they're thankful for this Christmas, which for a lot of them, it might have been a lot of years since they were thankful during Christmas. Uh, some of them will hear stories of men that are reconnecting with their kids. Uh, we'll hear, and, and you know, that's not everyone. For some men, it's just, you know what, I'm here. God has pulled me off the street, and I've got a lot of a lot of things in my life that still need to get fixed, but I'm grateful for this. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for tonight. And sometimes that's a testimony. And I'm, I'm going to interrupt at this point, too. Uh, I think if we're able to... Once again, this year on an upcoming broadcast before the year's uh, finished, that we will have some of the men sharing uh, their some of their testimony and how the, the mission has impacted them. So, if we're able to put that together, which I believe we will, uh, it'll be a very, very uh, good uh, broadcast. And then we kind of transition the night to a white elephant gift exchange, which some of our men have done, most haven't, and. And so they'll kind of come into it, what's this all about? And then once it gets going and the way we do it, you can kind of take someone else's gift. So there's a little bit of competitiveness in it. And as men, you know, they get into that. And, and usually by the end when, they, when, when the gifts are open, that's when all the laughs really, really come out. And it's just a great time. And then we're able to bless the men uh, with Christmas gifts at the end of the party that we'll give to every single one. And those ones aren't joke gifts. Those are, those are good ones. So, um, But it, it, it's funny that I say that, though, because sometimes even those joke gifts that we give – the men really cherish them. They'll put them up in their room, and they, they want to remember that night, and they'll keep you in the silliest little thing because it means a lot to them. So uh, it's just a it's a great night. It's a chance for us, again, to be family, to be friends to the men, and, and to share God's love in a tangible way with them during Christmas when it's oftentimes very hard for them. And as we get closer to Christmas, there's some other things that uh, uh, you guys help the, the men along with, too. Many men have children, and 
in years of addiction, it's frequently that's one of the areas that they have the most regret about is birthdays and holidays. They just weren't able to give anything to their kids, and they maybe weren't there for them. Um, there's some really sad stories uh, that, that come out from that. And one of the ways we want to help men is to be a resource for them so they can be there for their kids in the holidays. So we allow them to to shop, you know, no charge shop, and we'll help them get presents for their kids. Uh, that's a big deal for guys that have kids on the program. Uh, one of the big points of our program, we have a whole class in the evening called uh, the Quest for Authentic Manhood. And, and that's us helping them kind of restore that role to understand what it is to be a husband or a father. And, uh, and so we want to help them in any way we can. So that's a big part of, of uh, the extra things that we want to do for the men is allow them to shop and, and care for their kids. Uh, a lot of times we'll take holiday pictures for the men so they can have a picture of them taken. A lot of them, it's probably been a really long time since they had just a nice portrait as opposed to, you know, well, I won't, I won't say other kind of pictures people get taken, but um, it's just nice. It's nice for them to have that. And, and so we'll do a lot of other little things that are along that line, whether it be pictures or the presents, that, that just add to the men's experience on Christmas. So, Jim, as we wrap things up here, when we have these type of conversations, Kurt and Jim, time goes very quick. And it's off because there's so much going on. But as we close here, Jim, how do, can we pray for you and the men's division, especially during this holiday season? So we always want to be sensitive to uh, both our, our guests that come in for emergency services and our residents. That This is often a time, as we mentioned through the broadcast, where there may be deep regret, there may be uh, they may be estranged from family and friends. And so we we would ask as a prayer request to pray for each of those guests and residents uh, that this would be a time where they genuinely feel loved and connected during their stay at Haven of Rest. I would also add that we would pray that as they surrender to the Lord that um, I think it's good for us to pray that, that some of those relationships, they would seek to restore them. You know, they would reenter their kids' lives and their families. Um, for the staff, I would just pray that you would give a, a – that the Lord would give us hearts that are sensitive to the men, listening ears. This is a really a time where we can be good listeners. We should be all year, but especially now. Um, so we're listening, we're sensitive, and that we would just have an apt word for a man uh, or just just to be present with them throughout the holidays. So, and for our own staff, I would add one more thing. Uh, they're caring for their own families. It's a busy time. There's a lot that's demanded of staff during mm-hmm. this time of year. The numbers of people are increased. So also just pray for staff um, and that they would um, have flourishing home lives, that they would um, just be refreshed during this time and not drained. Yes. All right. Well said. Thanks for being here today. My pleasure.